Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Gracious Father in heaven, we thank you on this day for the gift of life that comes to us by your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that you would help us as your children, as, as disciples of Jesus, to live, to live life each day, mindful of who you have called us to be through the waters of baptism and who we are in this world as the ambassadors of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Be with us, we pray, this day and every day, and in a time in a world that desperately needs to hear the truth of your word, we ask you, Lord, to help us to speak that truth and to, to share that peace which passes all of our human understanding and to do it in love and to even pay the price. Be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tatum, I take back what I said earlier. You don't get an A for religion class for playing the piano day. You get an A++++. Great job. That should carry you through this fall to at least the first week in September. Go. It's the words we heard from Jesus when he ascended into heaven, that great commission. Go and make disciples. And we talked about that, that what it really means is as you go, as you live your life for Jesus Christ. As you go, be making disciples and teaching and baptizing and sharing the faith. It's not an easy thing to do. It's somewhat challenging sometimes. And sometimes I think we, as Christians, make it even more difficult than it really needs to be. I was looking for some appropriate slides, and I came across this one. Instructions for Christian living. And I started to read this. I said, uh, who, who can even, like, memorize all of this or, or do all of this? And so... I, I'm thinking, and you know, we need to boil this down a little bit to what does it mean to really live as Christians, and what does it mean to, to follow Christ every day? And so really, as you look at the, the worship heading for today, I boil it down into just uh, four simple things, I think. And I don't know how simple they are, but, but really it is, is as Christians, first of all, speak the truth. Speak the truth in love to those around us and be prepared to give an answer as we speak the truth. And, and one of the things that people say, well, I, I can't share the faith because I, I get, well, the reality is speak the truth even if your voice shakes, even if you're nervous, even if you're a little bit scared, even if you're uh, a little bit uh, uh, afraid or tenuous that maybe something might come out wrong. Well, if we truly trust the Holy Spirit, we can trust that even if we are sharing our faith in things we think don't come out quite right, that the Holy Spirit will make sure that the person hears them in the way that they need to hear them. That's how God works. I can't tell you how many times people over, over you know, all of my years of preaching, how many times someone has come up to me and say, Pastor, I really enjoyed your sermon today. That's kind of a rare thing when people say that, actually. Just kidding. Uh, but they'll say, I really like the part about. And then they'll start talking about what they really enjoyed. And I go, 
I never said that. I'm thinking to myself, God put that into their ears and into their heart because that's what they needed to hear today. And, and it kind of got me to thinking and saying, I could get up here and just recite the alphabet. And the Holy Spirit would work. And then I remember those, those words also, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And, and so, I, I, you know, yeah, you know, you can't get lazy. You have to be pro, you know, appointed in what we're going to say. But just the point is, trust God's Spirit to work in the hearts of people. Don't be afraid to share your faith, to speak the truth and love to people around us. To speak the truth that the world right now desperately needs uh, Jesus Christ. The world's tearing itself apart because it's so wrongly focused. Wrongly focused. And I know I can get in trouble for saying things like that. That, you know, people today are focused on all of the race issues. That's wrongly focused. Because in Christ, there is no race issue. If we are focused on Jesus Christ and we understand that we are all God's children and that Jesus Christ died for all of us, that puts a whole new perspective on things. And when I look at somebody, I see them as a brother and sister in Christ, not from another race or culture or creed. And unfortunately, the world doesn't work that way. Satan works to divide. Satan works to turn our hearts inward where it's all about us and how we feel and what we want. And Christ turns our hearts towards other people to see the needs of our neighbor, to look beyond ourselves and to use the eyes of Christ. And so we are to speak the truth lovingly and persistently and then trust God to move on the hearts of those who are in error. We need to stand for the truth. That's the first part. Second part is to to share the peace of the Lord. Now, we're used to doing that with handshakes in the midst of our fellowship. And sometimes even we might find that a a little bit awkward to share the peace of the Lord. And of course, now with the whole COVID virus, uh, I'm not sure how we share the peace of the Lord in the midst of our worship, if it's an elbow from the Lord or an air high five or whatever it might be. But think about it rather this way. When we're talking about the peace, the Lord be with you, do we ever share that outside of worship? Do we share it with the culture around us? Do we remind them where true peace comes from? Do we, do we share with them a peace that passes all of our human understanding, the, the peace of the Lord? Those are the words that people need to hear. That peace comes through Jesus Christ, who is indeed the Prince of Peace. That he brings to our world a peace which passes all of our human understanding and that, and that Christ is the source of peace. We look for all of the answers in our culture and in our society in the wrong places. 
and we look for the wrong solutions. The sad part is, if you've been paying attention to the news at all, they're even now starting to tear down statues of Jesus Christ. I've been saying it for a long time, that Christianity is the next target of those who want to destroy. Because the message of Christianity stands in their way. The message of Christ opposes them. And they can't stand to be held accountable to the absolute truth of who he is. Do we stop sharing the peace of Christ because of it? No. In fact, we work ever harder and ever more diligently to share the truth and to share the peace. Why? Because in so doing, we also are reminding people of the love of God. We're reminded of those great commandments that Jesus gave to his disciples on numerous occasions to love the Lord your God with all of your heart. The heart of who we are should be a Christ-focused heart, not a self-focused heart. The heart of who we are should be a, a heart that is willing to let go of our own hurts and our pains in order to share the love of Jesus Christ who bore all of our hurts and our pains on a cross. To love the Lord our God with all of our heart and to love the Lord the God with all of our soul. Did you ever think about that? Not just to love with our heart, but to love with our soul. People go, well, what's my soul? It is everything that God made you to be. It is using your gifts and your skills, your talents, your abilities to serve God, not just in worship or not just in, in, at the church when you're on the property, but to love God in such a way that we're serving him with all of our being every day. And the reality of who we are as human beings, to let people see Christ in us, but also to let them see our humanity and when we sin against God, let them see our humbleness in prayer before him. To love the Lord our God with all of our heart, our soul, and even our mind. To use the intellectual abilities that we have, not to argue people into the kingdom of heaven, but simply to learn God's word and to take it to heart so that we are prepared to share it. To learn God's word in such a way that we can reach out with it to those around us with those simple words that Jesus loves you and that Jesus died for you. And of course, to love the Lord our God, not only with all of our heart, soul, and mind, but also with all of our strength. In other words, when Jesus is saying that it is the whole of who we are as God's creation, as his child brought forth into this world, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength is to be all in, if you will. It doesn't mean that I love Jesus in some places and not in others, or that I serve him here, but not out there. 
It is to be all in. To love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength is to walk the path of being a disciple. It is to be prepared then to carry the cross. That's really the fourth thing on the list. Jesus reminds us to take up our cross daily and to follow him. And that is a reminder of the very thing that he did for us, that he carried the cross so that he could suffer and die in our place. And that when we carry our cross, sometimes we do it all alone. Sometimes it seems as if there's no one else around to help. And yet there is Christ carrying that cross along with us, just as they pulled Simon out of Cyrene, out of the crowd in order to, to help Jesus carry the cross. So there is Christ carrying that cross every day with me. And he reminds us again, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. And we like to think to ourselves, I can do that. I can carry my cross. But I love it the way somebody put it. Anyone can wear one. But can you bear one? We're never alone. The things that the world throws at us, we don't have the strength to withstand. If we try to carry that cross all by ourselves, we are going to stumble and fall. And so we need to be a people who have the strength of Christ, a people who are in the word, a people who are solid in that foundation in our lives so that we know that Christ is there with us. To be studying the word is to, to read it, to let the Holy Spirit kind of let it soak into us. Most of us, most of us don't have a problem eating food. We sit down, whatever's before us, we look at, and we go, I can deal with this. Most of us don't have to be begged to eat. Right, Carl? Okay. Someone gives us food. We eat. Why is it then when God wants to feed us with the spiritual food that pastors like me have to beg people to eat? To be in a Bible study. To grow in God's word. Sometimes we are a spiritually starved people because we're not building our lives on the solid foundation of the Word of God. We're kind of on this semi-starvation diet. We might hear God's Word on a Sunday morning or listen to it in worship, but that's kind of the extent of it through the week. Can you imagine having only one meal a week? We should try that sometime. You are not allowed to eat any food except on Sunday mornings in worship. I wonder how a lot would go over. Anybody want to volunteer, sign up for that? 
It's important for us to be in God's word. If we are going to be equipped to go out into the world and to make disciples, if we're going to be equipped to live a life in truth and in love and in peace to the world around us, if we're going to be having the strength to carry that cross, we need to be fed on the word of God. And secondly, we need to be focusing on Jesus. As long as we focus on Jesus, we're going to be okay. The wind and the waves can come, but we're still going to be walking on the water. We lose that focus. That's when we sink. To focus our lives on Jesus, to listen to the word of God, to listen to his call in our lives, and not to be distracted by the things going on in the world, but rather to be equipped to engage the world with Jesus Christ. That's our mission, that's our focus. To be equipped to engage the world with Jesus Christ, to bring a hope that's focused on him, to bring a peace that settles the unsettledness of our hearts. To speak the truth and love in a way that points people away from their own selfish desires to what Christ wants. To do all of that while we go. Four things. Speak the truth. Share the peace. Love the Lord and carry your cross. Four things. So go. To every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every person. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus, unto life everlasting. Amen.